Hello, everybody. Welcome to Community Service with me, your boy, Craig P. Conant, the working man, <laughs> the the people's choice. That's what I, uh, yeah, you got to have a thing. Maybe that's fun. That's fun. <laughs> I'm plugging my dates, baby. Come to a show, baby. You want to get weird? You like weird stories and fun jokes? Come, I'm your guy. I got hoodies for sale after the show. Where we at next? Phoenix. I'm coming back, baby. Phoenix, October 20th through the 23rd, followed by Reno, Nevada, Des Moines, Iowa, Calgary, Canada, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Burbank. Tickets at CraigConet.com. Look how professional I was on that one. Humdinger. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Hey, um, I love you guys. You've been showing up to my shows. I see you there. That's what's up. Spread the word. You know, I sell some tickets. We ain't selling out yet, but we will. We will be. Keyword yet. Sorry, I got a hair. I got heckled. You see that? I said, there's a hair. Squirrel. Ah. Um, tune in. We keep it mellow. We keep it peaceful. Oh, I need to get my nails trimmed. <laughs> that guy with the long nail. Yeah, that's a cycle. Use a spoon, you savage. You long nail. You, you know, that's extra. That's extra. Just get the little. Anyways, don't do drugs. I'm so weird. <laughs> I love you all. Tune in. It's smooth jazz today. We keep it civil. We keep the peace. We get some laughs. Talk a little, little dark. You know, I, I drop myself on my head. What do you want from me? <laughs> I love you all. Tune in right now. Like, subscribe, all that shit. Turn on the alerts. I get, you know, I got flagged again. I get scared. Two flags. They might demonetize me. No. Ugh. I'm going to have to make a fucking only fan so I could just make comedy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh what are they doing anyways subscribe you know don't be a rat don't rat me out who's doing it <laughs> somebody keeps flagging me <laughs> fucking bastards <laughs> life's good uh tune in just watch my shit god damn it i love you all peace oh i know are you recording yes are you are you are you recording me struggle? <laughs> it won't make the it final It was cut. really hard to get that done. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Community Service Podcast with Craig Conan. You get a spare restless treat. What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I already can't talk. Can you believe this it's sober, Craig? No, because I'm not. Because I'm not sober, you animals. <laughs> I'm drinking again. No, this is... Uh, we might have to edit this, put this in the middle, because this can't be in the beginning, huh? This is Lagunitas Hi-Fi Sessions. Cannabis-infused sparkling water. It's a hoppy chill. There's no alcohol. There's no alcohol. Okay, you sons of bitches. But there's weed. There's <laughs> weed. You ever have a weed beer? Because they're delicious. They're so good. This is a problem, Chris. <laughs> they should have. No, no, no. They they sell that without weed in it too. You can just get sparkling Who water. Who the fuck wants that, Chris? Huh? Sorry. So you could buy this same thing and it's the uh the pussy version with no <laughs> THC. 
You could just go drink faucet water <laughs> and calcify your pineal gland and obey the government. Why don't you? Get some weed water and get a pistol. <laughs> now we're cooking Craig Conant for president. That's my endorsement, and I stick through it. Senator, you can't promote weed water and guns. Why not? It makes you happy and peaceful, but you protect yourself. <laughs> you protect your family against those criminals, those thugs. They're killing rappers. These motherfuckers are just killing rappers. Hey, stop it. I'm fine with like murdering people with no talent, you know? <laughs> just, that's dark. I'm just joking. You can't say that, Craig. Sure you can, I just did. You're just gonna get canceled later, Craig. Just wait for your NBC moment. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. I got a smoothie. I got a lot of beverages, you know. The little attic in me. Oh, I gotta have. I gotta be healthy. I gotta. I gotta find God. I got the devil over here. <laughs> and then uh, fucking yerba mate. I stole that from the green room at a comedy club. Suckers. I'm just kidding. They said take whatever you want, Craig. Give me your wife. That's a joke. That's a joke for the elite. They listen to this podcast. That's some elite shit. You want the job? Bring me your wife. And you're like, I don't want the job anymore. You can have it. I'll go drink weed water on the beach and be poor. I don't need your money, Trevor. Conrad. Who's some rich <laughs> asshole's name? Todd. Fucking Todd. Fuck you, Todd. I know one Mexican Todd. I feel bad now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, hang on. Let me slam this and get weird, huh? It's 10 and 10. Yeah. These are fantastic. Because 10's good. I'm not... Well, with my tolerance, 10's good because I am completely functional and it just makes me smile. This makes me a little warm. The lawnmowers are here. I don't want I mm, what happened there Craig I was gonna say I want like a big fat Mac daddy podcast studio but then I I love having it in my home because my cats knock on the door and they come in the show every now and then and that won't happen at a studio it's some off location maybe I'll bring my cats every time and be the weird cat guy podcast <laughs> guy like Craig drove an hour and a half with two cats in his car to the Valley to All Things Comedy Studio. You know? <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. The guy that brings his cats to work. There's always one. No notes today. We're in for a treat. <laughs> this is free flow. I had some ideas. You get great ideas in the shower. Something with the water. Gets you going. I don't know. Maybe you're just in the moment. You're not thinking about your day. Maybe you're in crippling anxiety, and I'm full of shit. I don't know. In my in my showers, I'm pretty at peace. If I'm having a bad <laughs> if I'm having a bad day, I I I and I don't want to shower because I'm depressed. I odds are I won't shower, but it would help and solve help solve the problem or get you out of the funk. My therapist used to tell me that. She's like, you gotta you gotta wash your ass, Craig. <laughs> it's like, I spent a lot of money for that advice. I got that from a lot of different people throughout my several jobs. I told you the story. 
They sent me home. They said, shower and shave and buy some new shorts. And I said, I feel fine. What's wrong with me? That was the head manager. I showed up all fucked up. They don't, they don't get it. Was that when you shit your pants? No, that was another time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm fine with having all these stories, you know, because, like, let's be real. Like, what, what are you doing if you haven't shit your pants? What are you doing with your life where you haven't taken a chance and pushed on some <laughs> chili verde or some cocaine cut with baby laxatives? <laughs> you know, that was back in the day. Now they're cutting it with other stuff. I'm glad I got out, you know. Back in the day, you just shit the bed. Now you're dead, you know. It's different. Why am I smiling? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do drugs. Don't. Anyhow, and if you do, push when you fart. Um, Yeah, you got to shit your pants. You got to get knocked out. And unprotected sex with a stranger. That's my three. <laughs> you don't know each other's names. That Go. <laughs> you got your homework. Go live your life. So what if your husband won't like it? Go fuck him, lady. <laughs> no, uh, I mean that's pretty. I don't know. That sounds that sounds like a good list to like live life, you know. <laughs> you gotta, you got you gotta do some wild stuff, or you're gonna die, and then you're gonna be like, damn. I didn't fuck that lady that hit on me at Ralph's near the pork chops. And then you, you and then you did. That's it. That's the whole story. <laughs> no, uh, it's silly, but it is. Swing the bat, hit the home run, go to the fair. Say, hey, hey, lady, you want to go on the, the, what's that, the Ferris wheel? And she'll be like, no, I don't fucking know you. But at least you tried. <laughs> but at least you tried. You know? Inquiries. Okay. Hang on. We'll have to edit this part out. Let me slam this sucker. Or not. It's a podcast. <laughs> I was just like, I just want to. That's the fiend. This is, it's fall. My Ayurvedic doctor is telling me I have to quit marijuana now. It falls the time to purge. And I said, I don't want to. So here I am drinking 10 milligrams. <laughs> um, the fiend in me was like, let's just drink that and get weird. And it's like, or you could just sip it throughout the podcast like a civilized human being, Craig. But no, my brain was like, let's pause this. We'll edit it out. I'll slam this and then I'll feel it faster. God, that's annoying. That's exhausting. Mostly little knuckleheads out there are just like me. You don't even admit it. Or maybe you do. You need a stop to get your little Starbucks. You need your little Jewel. Oh, I got, I got the, you got the fiend in you. You know it. Oh, I just need a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> that's fiend. That's the fiend. And, uh, yeah, I've just been, in, been spending my whole life trying to tackle this fiend. That's why my fiend... I. I got a monster fiend, but I'm like, just feed him marijuana. 
that'll that'll feed the beast <laughs> that'll feed him that's a that's the lesser of all the evils but it's just like what's this fucking fiend beast over here got a tapeworm he's always hungry he's always hungry how do you get rid of the tapeworm in the fiend i don't know i'm just trying to figure it out i'm doing all right i worked out today feeling sexy on buff after one workout i started working out it fucking sucks like they these guys with their discipline oh uh. i did a hunt i mean i started working out this is the extent of my start but it's week one i did 100 push-ups on the road i was sore as fuck i, I know i mean that's a lot for me i don't know what it is to some fucking thumb neck joe rogan mofo he's like i do 100 push-ups as pre-workout i'm like well this is my first one in the year <laughs> I was so sore. I still am sore. I'm so sore. And then I did yoga with Sadie. I only fell once. It's pretty good. <laughs> and then I worked out with my neighbor. And this fool's a fighter. This motherfucker. He's doing all this stuff balance. Breath work. I'm like, I'm just trying to get through and survive this shitty workout that makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> Isn't that weird? It's like a shitty and I hate it. And, the, and you feel good. You feel good. Mm. What are you shoveling rocks out there? What's going on? Um. Okay, it's not too loud. You know, I don't know if you could hear it, but I'm getting heckled by the gardeners, and uh, they tend to come during the podcast 100% of the time. <laughs> How convenient. Okay, they're gone. What was I talking about? Working out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know I don't like it. Just listen to the breath leave my body. I just got sad. <laughs> like, yeah, I got to start doing this shit. Why can't I just be buff and healthy and do nothing but feel good? <laughs> Why can't I just drink weed and be buff? <laughs> it doesn't work like that, Craig. You got it. Uh, anyways... I also uh, been quoting Friday, written by uh, Ice Cube and DJ Pooh. Great movie. And whenever I watch that movie, I start talking to myself in the third person because you ain't got to lie, Craig, you know. <laughs> and then because uh, it's it's his name in the movie, and it's also fun to to yell at yourself sometimes in positive motivational way. Work out, strong pussy boy. <laughs> um. Yeah, I got to work out. It's good for the brain. I'm on the road so much. I've been doing good, though. That road we breaking. The road, first of all, you know what it is. I'm so grateful to be out and getting doing what I love and telling jokes and slanging hoodies and shit and meeting my fans. And they come out. You guys show up. I fucking love y'all. You say what's up every show. And uh, and the podcast listeners, they're just wild because they, they know so much about me. <laughs> And they're like, remember when you said that? I'm like, no, I don't. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know that? I'm like, fuck. You're just out here alone with your thoughts, you know, so you just reveal the secrets. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, y'all are showing up. But, like, the working out and just getting healthier allows me to be gone fucking 49 weeks a year, you know. Oh, as I just said that, I went, oh, God, yeah. It's the best thing in the world, but that airplane, it just cooks you. Just constipates you and cooks you. Those five-hour flights in the middle seat. I don't want to brag. 
but if I ain't flying Delta, these flights, yeah, that shit was, Toronto was like 500 bucks, and I was not fucking, what's that? First class. And Air Canada ain't got but Comfort Plus. That's Delta. That's that middle class. That's where I be. That's where I be. That's where I be. I get bumped up to first class sometimes on Delta because I'm gold status because I'd be road dogging it like a son of a bitch. And uh, first class is a better life, guys. Let me tell you. I only get on the short flights, not those long ones. There's too many motherfuckers on there. But them little short one-hour ones where you don't really need it, that's where I get bumped up. (laughs) And I don't drink, so I just get a lot of water. So that's bullshit. But when I relapse, I'm going to get my money's worth. (laughs) No, no, no. That's what it takes is a free parrot, a fucking pre, a free, uh, I said a sober beverage, goddammit. What's a good little bubbly? Champagne, that one tickles me because I look at it, I go, oh, because it's fun, you know. <laughs> the bottle, I go, oh, oh, you know, you see a big old bottle of whiskey, you go, oh, but a champagne, you're like, weddings. Look at this, everyone listening, like, he's got days. (laughs) He's got days. He's got weed water in his hand. He's talking about champagne. Reminisce. No, I'm strong like bull. I will not drink or do narcotics again. I can't. I'll fucking love it, and I'll die. I was thinking about that the other day. I got all teary-eyed because I was like, God damn it. If it wasn't for stand-up, I'd probably be dead or in jail. And if that's the case, I'd rather be dead. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. But I found stand-up, and instead, I worked out with my neighbor, and now I'm drinking weed water. Life is good. (laughs) Life is good. What else can we talk about? I hope you're doing well, people. Keep the vibes high. You know, garden. Get some cats. Get a lover. If you ain't got a lover, and and yeah, that's tough. Good luck. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it's it's like i was feeling good until craig said that and I, and I realized i'm all alone it's good to be alone too sometimes they get you down you know no <laughs> relationships are so hard it's like so smooth and the best shit ever and then the next day you're like i'll fucking kill you <laughs> what is that shit man it's just dude it's just relationships What else, Christopher? Let me see. Hang on. I had a lot to talk about. Oh, the shower thoughts. I remember because I worked out and I was feeling good. And Sadie was in there doing her makeup because she's in a rush to do her shit, you know? She's like, can I be in here and do my makeup? I'm like, oh, yeah. And now I'm showering, (laughs) just fucking peacocking, watching her. And she's like, oh, fuck, you know? But then uh, I was feeling good from the workout. And I thought, like, isn't it funny when you haven't worked out in a year or two or three or four or whatever the fuck and you haven't got laid in a while and then you're like oh i'm gonna get laid so you do like 20 push-ups real quick and then you're just like i'm fucking buff you know (laughs) i'm good to go i'm a man oh that's so funny i remember doing that in the past and now i just give up i'm like no you get what you get (laughs) This is it, Sadie. You get all of this. Um, 
she's fucking ripped. It's, it's not fair. It's like, whatever. It's not good when your girl can beat you up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> she just beats me. No. Sadie's strong. She's from a big fit family. And my papa's lazy and my mama's lazy. And I tell you what. Your parents' habits are hard to break. That's all I realized as I live life. I'm like, oh, man, I just got to break every cycle they gave me. You're just like, Jesus Christ. You don't even realize after I hang out with them, I'm like, we're all just mirrors. I say the same shit. <laughs> I act the same way. I do this, you know. I'm like, ooh, let's go to TJ Maxx and get a deal. I'm like, my mom says that. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, let's go cross, you know, state lines with illegal fireworks. I'm like, oh, my dad says that. <laughs> mm. Do you feel like you're 50-50 split between the two of them? Yeah. Thank God, because if it was all either way, it would be real bad. <laughs> they both have redeeming qualities, but they're both nuts. They're both of that old school generation where, you, you know, it's not even their fault. Just like, oh, you can't do that. Like, you know, that's why I didn't tell them about stand-up. They're like, no, go get a job. Go to college. Like, you're crazy, you know. It's not that they don't believe. It's just they were born in 1946, Pulse post-World War II, you know, and they came up during civil rights shit, and my mom came up in the projects in the hood. But we realized, we're like, why is mom, because my mom is a little sweet and nice. I I mean, I don't know if my family's going to get mad at me for saying this, but who gives a fuck? For sure, she's the nicest of her family and sweetest. And we're like, what happened? Like, how did that happen? How did my mom become the sweetest? And me and my sister were talking. We're like, oh, it's it's because my I we think it's because my grandparents would ship my mom to Mexico every summer, because it was the hood. And they're like, you know, and it was probably because they were poor and they only could ship one kid. So they're just like, <laughs> we we chose my mother, thank God. And because my family in Mexico, they're just very sharing, very giving, you know, love. Just, just uh, you know, you come, oh, you come in the home, your family. What what my, what do you want? The, you know, you could. I got one tortilla left. You can have half. What's up? <laughs> and uh, my mom has that in there. But I, I, you know, maybe not so much. <laughs> They're going to fucking yell at me. Dude. The rest. Whatever. You know it's true. Is and she the youngest? She's the second eldest. Okay. That's why I was like, I think, I think her elder brother was just too bad. So they chose her. <laughs> I'm I'm like uh, I'm like her older brother Gus, rest his soul. He was he's a she my mother would call him a fregon, and she called me a fregon. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're fuckers, you know. We just like to stir <laughs> shit up. We just like to pester people, and uh, maybe I got it from him. Actually, now I'm saying it. He's just one of those fools. He's the one that 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 sucker punched me. I'll tell this story. I tell it on stage now. It's kind of dark and it's kind of hard to do. But it's all true, and I think it's absolutely hilarious. My Uncle Gus, I said hello to this fool. Well, first of all, he had, uh, he had. let me set him up. Have I told this story before? Not in a minute, not with it's your clipping up skills. Okay. Yeah. 
my uncle Gus, to sum this man up, he had some uh, successful restaurants and 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 a, a steak and a little tortilla company, and they sold tortillas to local grocery stores and had things popping in uh, Harbor City and San Pedro at El Gordo's Mexican restaurant. And then he uh, he sold that shit to to get money to be to become a street hustler. A pool hustler. <laughs> and the whole joke is I'm like, Gus, you did it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> that's the wrong way, man. But that's my uncle. And then I told you he's the one who was pulled out the pistol at the Christmas party. And my dad's like, put that away. <laughs> and then he pointed at him. And my dad's like, you're an asshole. And it was all fun and games. And all, you know, I, that sounds crazy. But you weren't there. You don't understand. It's his family. <laughs> that's just family time. And then, uh, so then we went to church in Lomita, California at St. Margaret Mary's or some shit. And it was after church at my grandmother's house, Mexican household. She was the matriarch. She took everybody in that house. Everybody. Them 40, 50 Mexicans <laughs> ran through that house in the 30, 40 years they owned it. And, uh, I mean, lived there. Like, lived everybody. My sister lived there. I lived there. Every cousin, cousins from Mexico, that was the... <laughs> That's I love that shit though. It was, it was just this uh, rotating door of family, and uh, you know, cousins out out the pen, it goes to grandma's house, and uh, Philip got kicked out of his home. Goes to grandma's <laughs> house, <laughs> you know, uh, rest her soul. And then so we're at my grandma's house. And I say hi to him, and he punches me in the stomach. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, hard. And then I hit him back out of just, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not really a fighter, but it's just, you get hit, you hit back. I'm feisty. And so I hit him, and then my, you know, it got crazy. It was in the kitchen. This is like <laughs> fucking 2 p.m. on Sunday. And uh, and then, they, you know, obviously it stopped, and his family was very upset at him. Like, why would you do that? You know, and no one knew why. And then this is years later. This is probably after the punch, the sucker punch. And this is maybe 10, 12 years later. I don't know the timeline. Long time. And now I, uh, maybe eight years, whatever. I'm, uh, I'm now at my Uncle Gus's wife's funeral. My Aunt Lucy, that sweet lady. Why is this the sweetest lady? Mary's the craziest <laughs> men. I know, Sadie, I give her a hard time. I'm over here. I'm fucking so nuts. And uh, and then so I'm paying my respects to him. I'm like, hey, Uncle Gus, I'm very sorry for your loss. I'm shaking his hand. And my uncle is diabetic, and he's going blind, and he's going deaf, and he's in a wheelchair now. And uh, that's what I say. Like, that means I hit an old man. I said, that's right. He hit me first. This is America. We strike back. That's the, the you know, the jokes you write. But it's, uh, so I'm paying my respects. I'm shaking his hand. And this fool starts squeezing my hand, like, hard. Like, <laughs> But he can't see. He's wearing those big blue blockers, you know, those those, yeah. bl- those all the orthopedics, those club, club foot sunglasses. You know what I'm talking about? All those old school Betty White's got them, you know. They're just like looking at the sun. Stop it! And uh, and then so uh, I'm shaking his hand. He squeezes and he pulls me in. He goes, "Philip," that's my middle name. He goes, "That you?" 
I go, yeah, you know, I'm like scared, and he's hurt. he's like hurting me. He's 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 punking me from a wheelchair with his dead wife behind him. <laughs> and then he says, "Remember when I sucker punched you in the stomach?" And I was like, "Yeah, like why why do you do that?" And then he said, "You know why." And then he died like a month later, and I never found out why. <laughs> Motherfucker Houdini'd me, bro. That's the gift that keeps on giving. That's like a Costco membership. Every month goes by. I go, oh, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a true story. Plus, you know, the Costco Houdini. Those are the little bits I write to punch it up. But sometimes people don't laugh at that because it's a dark punchline. Because I'm like, and then he died. <laughs> and I never found out why. And I never did. I never did. I still wonder. It was probably because I was a drug addict. You know, I was swigging on grandma's medicine. She had liquid morphine. Dilaudid liquid vicodin liquid everything you put a little vodka soda <laughs> you lose a tooth a couple years later you know what i'm talking about <laughs> anyways don't do drugs kids especially liquid morphine <laughs> let me tell you slows down that heart rate you don't look old look at me i'm 38 <laughs> anyways yeah that's a newer darker story i've been telling on stage goes either way it can crush people get a little sensitive because they're scared to death but where the fuck do you think you're going pussies nobody can escape it anyways so go bear back a stranger now huh? <laughs> was it it was your uncle gilbert where you hung his underwear on the antenna mm -hmm. was that, that was uncle oscar oscar okay. i was uncle oscar Vietnam vet. He's crazy. <laughs> He's crazy too. He cut his thumb off on us on a, a table saw on a Sunday afternoon and drove himself. That's how crazy and tough my uncle is. These motherfuckers, see, they think I'm talking shit. They don't know how much I love these fucking. They're all gangsters, dude. Uncle Oscar chopped his thumb off on a saw <laughs> and he looked down and he picked his thumb up and he put it in his pocket and he drove himself to the hospital. Come on now. That's a man. That's a Vietnam vet right there. And then they he took it to the hospital. He pulled it out of his pocket. And it was all had sawdust all over it. And they're like, dude, you needed to clean it up and put it on ice. Like, we can't put it back. And now he can't button his Pendleton so good. You know, he's got a little nub for a thumb. I love you, Oscar. I mean that with utmost respect. That's good. You're a good man. Thank you for serving our country. But what about, what was the underwear story? Because I feel like you haven't told that in quite a while either. Speaking of skid marks. <laughs> this was camping trip with my family. It was so fun. We'd have like three busloads of fucking, three busloads of Mexicans. I know I keep saying that and I look so white. They're going to edit me. Craig's a racist. No. I'm a Mexican. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I think I threw up in my mouth on that one. And uh, so uh, we're we're going up north and, uh, you know, camping in the wilderness, you know, Camp KOA, where they got pools and laundry and cabins. And uh, also weird place. Camp KOAs, those are weird. But fun. And so we're doing laundry. And Alice did laundry. And 
and she showed us his skid mark underwear after the wash. And I didn't understand because I was like, that's post wash. Like, <laughs> how do you have one of those skid marks? And now I washed those underwear. And mm-hmm. guess who has a skin mark post yep. wash? I do. <laughs> I donated them to the homeless. <laughs> I washed them first. Now they got one pair of skin mark polo boxers, size medium, out in them streets. Some little thin tweaker homeless man's putting them to good use. And uh, so we, we uh, you know, and this is Fruit of the Looms, the FTLs with the little blue and beige stripe at the top and the little, the little bun bun huggers what are those called <laughs> tidy whities tidy whities there you go bun huggers <laughs> same thing that's where my brain goes they remind me of uh malcolm in the middle of walter white before he was with the walter white when he was getting shaved in his tidy whities <laughs> he's a hairy man and uh and then my and then we we were little kids and we were giggling and we hung his underwear on his truck antenna and he got <laughs> really amp- upset I think he left. Like, I don't remember, but he got mad. <laughs> He's like, these fucking punk kids. Well, you know, he he served a war, and a lot of his brother died for our freedom to hang his underwear on his <laughs> truck and make fun of him. So I understand his anger. <laughs> he whacked me in the back of the head once. <laughs> I was so mad at him. At Winchester Mystery House. He went, whack. Like, I'll fucking kill you. You ain't my daddy. That's funny. Anyways, now we're going <laughs> to. This will be an awkward next family gathering. Like, Craig, really talk, talk about my. My family's interesting. They're so interesting. We got some gangster cousins. We got some little doctor cousins. Cousins. What's happened there? <laughs> Sheepany crickets. The accents are coming in. I ebb and flow out of accents. I can't even control it. It's quite annoying sometimes if you're trying to be serious. <laughs> you just can't. You're like, questions, questions. <laughs> oh my God. Last night's show was so fun. I was with Caroline Ray. She, Caroline Ray, you're fucking awesome. We'll clip this up so it pops up in your algorithm. And yeah. I need, I get Caroline, do my podcast. Come on, man. I'll get you a facial from my sister, organic sugar scrubs, you know, but like with stuff in it, little lemon zest, it tingles. And then I'll get my witch girlfriend to do a tarot reading for you. Oh, come on. I'll buy you a smoothie. It's got paper straws. It's disgusting. Come on, Caroline Ray, do my podcast. I love you. I was scared to ask her to do it yesterday. And then I think she thought that, like, I didn't want her to do it. And I was like, no, I'm intimidated. Are you crazy? You're famous, lady. I grew up watching her. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She was Hilda or Helga? I forgot. Either way, great show. Great show. She's funny as shit, too. It's fun. She's sharp sharp as shit on the stage. <laughs> yeah, last night was awesome. Chris Spencer. I was with a bunch of OGs. OG legends. If you don't know him look him up chris spencer og legend that motherfucker had a talk show in like the 90s um that's how og in the game he is and uh rich voss that motherfucker's og legend he's got like 36 years sober probably 30 40 years in the game 
These people have like 20 to 40 years in stand-up comedy. Isn't that insane? Do you know how hard that is to do? It's successful. Making money. Maybe not the first 10. He just takes about 10. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know their story, but like that's just that's how it worked out for me. <laughs> and most uh, people I know. Um, Rich Voss, Caroline Ray, Chris Spencer. Who else was on the show? Hang on, hang on. Taylor Williamson, he's not OG, but he's a very funny, sweet fella. I love that guy. And then Audrey Stewart, she's new booty, but she's my favorite. That little, that little speed. She's just speed. <laughs> she's just, she's lightning in a bottle. She's fireflies. Audrey, yeah, it was a good show. At the comedy store, I was supposed to host, but then they had two cancel, so then I ended up going last, second to last. That's fun. What else? Hang on. That's all I got. I'm just, just telling you my life, my tales. How was Canada? Oh, yeah. How can I? Canada's awesome. They got some good comics, too. Because, of course, it's a major city. Major cities tend to have good comics. And even not. It's just a, it's just a, it's a mix. It just depends. But, uh, yeah, they had, like, three or four comics do like seven in front of me just like showcase style but short set so it wasn't like crazy long time which makes you know if you have to do an hour long set it gets you in your head there's 10 comics doing fucking 10 minutes each you're like what the fuck no, <laughs> no and they were good man they were funny they were funny as shit they were cool we got some korean barbecue afterwards i sold two out it was a smaller event but still <laughs> it says sold out it feels so good so what if it's a tiny room <laughs> it was electric room it was a smaller room it was like a belly room it was but it was fire one of the shows this is how crazy this shit is i did four shows three of them were well one of them was like electric like 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 crazy and then two were dope and one was hard but it was funny because the electric one i was like i you could i could feel it i was like wow i'm getting better at this I'm in control. I know where I'm going. I know the next joke. I'm thinking about, like, it's crazy that sometimes I can't speak words correctly out of my mouth. But yet, on stage, I'm so hyper-focused. I'm delivering a joke, thinking, no, not this next joke. Switch to this one, because that one's too dirty, and you're, this one's too dirty. Adjust, adjust. And while, like, ignoring that lady talking and that loud order over there, or saying, should I address that in the room? Because that's annoying. No, is it enough to address? No, it's not enough. Don't address that. Oh, it's enough now? I have to end the bit. I have to address that. I have to switch. I have to make... This is all happening in your brain in nanomilliseconds while still telling the joke and achieving laughter. And out here, I can't fucking text and chew gum. <laughs> I don't understand it. It's insane. And you're also like... It's weird because you're just, you could stand still for 45 straight minutes and feel like you just worked out for four hours. Maybe that's why I'm so lazy. It's a, it's, I'm going to look at Joe Rogan. Um, It's exhausting because you're just like, you're just fucking, I guess you're just flexing the whole time. You're not really though, but kind of instinctually adrenaline or something. Like, I don't know. It's just crazy. It's so crazy to me. 
And then, of course, the next show was tough, and I started sweating and bombing. They didn't think so, but I was like, compared to that first one, I was like, I was like this, like, oh, <laughs> I took off my flannel. I was like, oh, tough crowd. Hey, hey how are you? <laughs> and it's just so funny, like how, like, I, you know, I love God and all that shit, but like, I, I realize most of y'all may not, just whatever, energy, universe. Because I was like, yeah, I'm the man next show. Like, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, what do I What do I start? Oh, excuse me. I was wondering, may I tell you this joke? And then the first, the first show, I was like, bam, bam, bam. Just fucking haymakers. Shit, that's why. That's why. It doesn't, you know, doesn't matter if you're 10 years in, 20 years in, 40 years in. Anything can happen. And also just sometimes the audience sucks. That audience didn't suck. I'm I'm not trying to say that it, that, but that is that can happen is what I'm saying. There was no shitty audience in Toronto. There was just one tough crowd, and they put, they put me on my toes. But they were achievable, and that's also another fun game. You're like, how do I conquer this Rubik's cube? It's always conquerable, but can you keep your cool? Because <laughs> sometimes you go, oh fuck this, <laughs> this is too hard. I'm just trying to be bring you joy, and y'all are like. <laughs> it's really insane how easy it is actually is if everybody wants to be there and wants to laugh then you're like this is heaven it's quite nuts how it's not that a lot of the times want some smoothie out of a wet paper straw <laughs> I need I didn't eat today what time is it <sighs> This is my first meal. <laughs> I do have some notes. Hold on there, people. Where are they? There they are. I don't remember if this is from last week or not, so help me out if I repeated these. This is a new one, though, because this happened in Canada. We're talking about motherfuckers that still do cocaine. And this one dude said, like, the six year old, 61-year-old father was doing cocaine. And I was just like, Hey, like, come on, you guys. 60? You doing cocaine? You're going to die. You're going to die. I'm sorry. Like, cocaine is for the 20s and 30s. You hit 40. You did it for 20 years, man. <laughs> Give it up. Might be hard. <laughs> but your heart, your your heart, sir. It's usually men for 20 years. You know? Your heart is going to explode you know i just want you to know that i don't know if you know that if you're in your 40s doing cocaine but your heart sir your heart you're going to die maybe try fresca a little slice of grapefruit to really really get your dopamine going fucking old cokeheads you're gonna die you're going to die Mila said those chocolate in their underwear. I didn't yeah, say that. Okay, these are old notes. Damn it. Oh, yeah, eating a bag of chicken. <laughs> oh, all the pets named Walter. That was my Uncle Oscar's neighbor. <laughs> that house was cracking. We were in Carson off Danker and some, I don't know, but it was lit. That was 4th of July. We used to go to San Pedro, my Uncle Terry's house, or uh, Whiteside, and the, or Uncle Oscar's and Dinker and Carson, and it'd just be a war zone of firecrackers. It was great. It was great. 
I remember seeing bolt holes in the neighbor's car across the street. <laughs> and me and my cousin Lulu and Jacob and we would like go would we go we're you know, fill water balloons up, throw it at cars driving by. It was fun. <laughs> it was a good time, man. And we like, that car has bullet holes and we were little kids, you know, like that. And then I'd be like, Okay, I'm going home now where it's safe. See you later. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> That's LA. It's so crazy. It's just these streets. Stay closer to the beach. If you're moving to Los Angeles, be near the water. You go inland, <laughs> gets a little gets a little hairy over there. What a what a I've been loving LA in a minute, guy. He is so fascinating if you want to know the history of LA it's so crazy I'm gonna get him on my podcast he just did the homie Brian Simpson's podcast LA in a minute he just gives you fun facts about LA in a minute and it's sometimes it's two minutes so I need to talk to him about that false advertising (laughs) is he on Instagram yeah it's so fascinating he blew up so fast that's how you do it people want to know um, this guy just hit the internet and made insanely entertainment, uh, entertaining shit, professionally done, and blew up in literally a minute. L.A. in a minute. He's at 75K, and he's probably been at it, like, months. Wow. Like, the guy's just so good. He's a professional. Just get to work. It's annoying, because who wants to work? And then you also work for yourself and there's no money for the first unforeseeable future, <laughs> you know? You are your own boss. You are your own everything. And there's no money until you blow up. So you just work for free. Actually, you don't even work for free. You just go negative for two <laughs> to ten years. So this guy did it in like six months or whatever. I, he just popped. I was like, and it's he's so good. Watch, you'll get hooked. It's just fun facts like Dodger Stadium. And I feel like he's inspiring. I see like bootlegs, knockoffs of him. Like, you're not, you're not him. He's the best <laughs> one. Cause I all of a sudden I saw Secrets of Los Angeles, but I was like, I don't like I don't like your voice. I like this guy's voice. <laughs> you're a bootleg. Bootlegger. Bootlicker. I'm reaching, Chris. How's that uh, drink hitting you? I don't feel shit. My tolerance is too much. I feel like when there's 10 CBD with the 10 THC, you don't notice the high as much. I feel a little warm, I guess. I also, my tolerance is pretty. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. You don't got one of those lemonades? No. I'm done with you, Uncle Clyde. <laughs> I drank too much of you and I got a splitting headache. I learned my lesson though. It took a splitting headache for 14 hours, but I learned. I was like, oh boy. I need to get my shit together. All right, Craig, here's what we're going to do. We're only going to smoke at night. (laughs) I only want to do edibles when I fly and smoke occasionally. That's what I would like to be. Smoke at the comedy store when the shows are done with all the homies. Like I did last night. That shit's fun as fuck. That's when you do it. 
Not every day, all day. Oh, you got to walk outside? You better roll a joint, Craig. Oh, you got to pet your cat? You better roll a joint, Craig. Oh, you got to go do one dish? You better roll a joint, Craig. Oh, you got to open the garage? Well, wouldn't that be fun with a joint, Craig? Oh, you have to do anything ever in life? Well, you better roll a joint, Craig. That's bad. That's what I don't like. And I don't like the fact that I'm like, where is it? You know? <laughs> like, if, like, the part I hate about my little fiend bug demon, whatever the fuck he is, is that, like, I can do that. I can say, okay, I'm not smoking all day. I'll smoke tonight after my show with the homies. But the whole day, I'll just be waiting waiting and i'll be like the show's done let's fucking go downstairs you know yeah that's what i hate like why is it that why can't it just like oh yeah it's it's time now it's time because i've got problems chris (laughs) there's monsters in my head i just want them to go away and the weed makes them quiet down you understand me and they say, put it down, Craig. You don't understand, mommy. You married daddy. You did this. <laughs> no, just kidding. I love my parents. It's not their fault. Besides, we choose them if you're into hippie shit. Isn't that fun? Supposedly, you choose your own parents. I like it. You eat seven grams of mushrooms, you believe it. <laughs> you're like, I did choose my daddy. I did choose my mama. Thanks for the jokes. <laughs> What else? What other hippie shit I believe? This is fun. I kind of starting to believe in hollow earth theory. I like that full Billy Carson of forbidden knowledge that I reference so much. I don't know. I just don't know. I just feel like they're lying to us. I wouldn't go so much down the Eddie Bravo train with the flat earth, but I like some hollow earth. It's fun, you know. And also, why are they all guarding Antarctica? Why are they guarding the poles? You know, I brought that up before. It's the only world treaty that we all get along on. Russia and Ukraine, get along. Don't go to the North Pole. (laughs) Wake up, you schmucks. There's something up there. I don't know what the (laughs) fuck it is. That, I don't know. But there's something. You know. Who, Who do we hate? Who are we at war with? Who are we bombing right now? Yemen. So we we in uh, U.S. and Yemen get don't go up up north. No, no, keep bombing me though. <laughs> but don't you go up north. We get along on this. It's like what the fuck is up there? I've been down some Admiral Bird rabbit holes. I don't know. There's all sorts of crazy shit. They say there's Nazis, UFOs up there. There's <laughs> it's wild shit. It's fun, though. It's really fun. All I know is as soon as I found out the Earth was rotating at like 6,666 miles per hour, I was like, okay, guys. You like that number a lot. It sure does pop up a lot and everything. Seems a bit odd. But maybe... Maybe just the earth is spinning at 6,666 miles per hour. Or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, it's just weird stuff. What's another fun one? Been loving the evidence of giants. Oh, man. 
I'm starting to think Avatar was a true story. <laughs> and But we're the people that cut down the tree and we won and we took over the earth and they're gone. <laughs> James Cran- Cameron's movie was way happier of an ending. <laughs> yeah, just because there's so much artifacts. There's giant skulls found all over the world and there's crazy shit in uh oh i found a crazy one where it was actually a native and american tribe uh fought like these giant uh red-headed cannibals and they court and it's like this tail and uh it's 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 in their folklore and their history you know and everyone thought they were nuts you know it was just like a tail it's an old wise tail and then they dug some shit up and they're like oh there's these giants and then they you know they do their dna tests on the bone they're like oh they ate they live these giant cannibal fucking red-headed motherfuckers and they're like oh that wise tale is true you know and they keep in mind giant you know not i don't actually i haven't dug down deep on how what the biggest giant skeleton is but these are people that are average size are like six six seven three you know so giant you know we're not talking about 49 feet here guys (laughs) we're just saying there's just different uh species our planet is way older than they're letting us on to believe and there's been many civilizations the more we dig the more we find out the more you're like oh that was a whole civilization of seven foot seven motherfuckers you know and have you seen the nba it's it's still around a little (laughs) bit and just uh guinness book world records those tall motherfuckers you're just like what it's just fun. I love that shit. I love it just because I also, you know, I've said this before, but like, why are they suppressing and hiding shit that has no effect on their money or whatever? You know, like, why? Who cares? Who cares if giants roam the earth 10, 20, 30, 50, a mill- whatever, 100,000 years ago? But it's like just a war on your imagination. I just feel like they're just like, you shut up and stop wondering, Craig. Need a new battery pack. Yeah. We could take a pee-pee break. Okay, cool. Oh, my God. As I'm talking about giants, look at this. This is this is the funny. First of all, the AI is listening to us because as soon as I talk about giants, what pops up? My little humanity enlightened with all this evidence of fucking giants, dude. It's just like it's crazy. These giant books, giant swords, giant doors, giant. It's just fun. It's like, why are you suppressing fun history? What's your problem? This is bullshit. And then the mud floods and, and, uh, yeah, just so much. Like, I love the, the visual evidence. I already told you. Cause I don't, humanity enlightens pretty good. They always put some evil, sinister music yeah. and try to make it extra scary. And it's just like, I don't want to go there, asshole. I just like the fun, weird stuff. Like, I like the imagination and to wonder what. And the more and more you learn and listen to Billy Carson, you're just like, oh, man, I think Lord of the Rings is more close to the truth than we fucking let on to believe. (laughs) Gandalf the Grey was real, dog. I don't know uh, to that extent, but it's still fun. Once you realize you create your own reality and thoughts become, they're powerful, you know. That's why it's so hard. You're like, stop it. Stop talking to yourself that way. Because, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, every thought is a little cosmic wave that shoots out into the universe. So choose your thoughts wisely. 
It's funny how like elves and stuff are always in psychedelic trips. Yeah. But they're supposed to be like fake and not real, but it's like why are they, you know, throughout history and everybody's Yeah, and dragons trips. too. Yeah. If they're supposed to be fake, then why why were they in every single uh history culture, you know? Why are they in Chinese culture and white Native American and per you know, what what across the board? You're just like, damn, you hiding some dragons under there, you little archaeologist. You suppressing some dragons. And why can't if di like dinosaurs, why can't we have a dragon? As in a dinosaur, a fucking dragon is the same. I mean, they and breathe fire. It's supposed to be birds now, right? Like yeah, and now dinosaurs are supposed to be birds. It's just like why? Also, maybe it's bullshit and it was made up, and it's you know telephone. It's the gossip train. That's but that's the fun shit. I like to wonder. It's just it's like could dragons really have existed? Well, they're in every single fucking ancient story ever. And if the red-headed cannibals that were dug up recently, giant cannibals, <laughs> you're just like, what now? That TikTok, you start Googling, you know? They play that Stranger Things music. What if I told you they were, you know, oh, that's another, that's NPR voice. <laughs> I can't do the computer one. You know the computer one they always do on yeah. those stupid voiceovers? Like, just use your voice. I don't want computer. What if I told you that there's giant cannibals? I can't do it. <laughs> I tried my best, people. I tried my best. Poo-poo story. I just like to wonder. <laughs> Look at that shit. We'll provide the link. It's just fun. You just see it. Oh, there's that giant footprint I sent you. What was that? Oh, it was just a rock formation. That... There was a fucking, there was fucking fingerprints in the toe, man. <laughs> and it's also like that, that, the reason people are like, well, someone could have poured it in cement, but that was like on land and it's old, you know. Anyhow, fun, interesting stuff. Oh, and then they're proving that Egypt's way older than, uh, uh, you know, I, I've talked about this before, but now there's even more evidence that the pyramids had like uh, water lines on it, meaning they were around at a time where there was a lake or a river nearby or something. I forgot, of course, you know. But uh, just evidence showing that there's archaeologists, uh, what is it, what is this shit, the rock study? Geologists show that there's evidence that there was salt water somewhere, which means they were built at this time which means it's way older than we ever could have imagined. And we basically, proving that we don't know shit. And that's what I like, because then my brain goes, well, how did it happen? Because we know we didn't. they didn't roll those 9 million ton boulders on potatoes. Because <laughs> that's what they're saying. I just like to call bullshit when I see it. Bullshit! What really happened? I don't know. I don't know, but there's some motherfucking giants roaming this earth. That's what I do know. That shit's weird. What's another fun conspiracy theory I've been hearing? Lighthearted one, you know. Not so much. They're spraying us in the air and there's <laughs> aluminum in the soil. Glyphosphates and everything. Roundup. 
all the corporations <laughs> are trying to kill you. There's poisons in everything. Less of that, you know. I heard one where, uh, it, like, supposedly the timeline split when Harambe was killed, and everything since then were in the like, gorilla. Yeah, like they've some conspiracy where they're like the every, timeline. Yeah, it's Don't all made up. Don't you think that's nonsense. more CERN and uh, uh, par- particle accelerators well, trying to create know? a black hole? Either way, but like, how do I'm you know? I'm just saying, like, maybe a black hole creator, yeah, is a little bit more likely <laughs> than the murdering of a gorilla. I didn't see the whole like the why of it, I just heard that and thought it was pretty dumb. Now, that's a dumb one, just logically. Like, I'm like, okay, we're you know, obviously, uh, the what is that called? The hydrogen particle accelerator, the large hadron collider, yeah, hadron. There you go. That motherfucking thing supposedly messed up our timeline, and that's why shit's wonky, and that's how Trump and or Biden became president. <laughs> Take your pick. Uh, and they keep doing it, and it's crazy. They're like, we don't know what this is going to do. It could swallow our universe whole. So let's do it hundreds <laughs> of times. And you're just like, nah, man. She go to the beach. Oy. Oh, this is a fun one. Did the, uh, this was on Rogan, that Navy SEAL that said all the UFOs were hanging out above war zones all over the world. And he's like, these are active war zones. So people are shooting at these UFOs. And he's like, nobody's talking about this. And he's like, no one will admit that they're shooting. But he's like, I'm a soldier. I was down there. And I am friends with soldiers. He's like, we are shooting at them. On across like all over he's like a fucking text my buddy in this wars you know he doesn't say that but he's like, <laughs> and that's that's just crazy i'm like hey you know maybe don't shoot i mean do they say that anything's that, happened to them what i think it is they're probably just hovering over us to make sure we don't use nukes because we're too stupid we're going to so. kill our own fucking species off that's a dark one though that's not so much theory more so we're dumb it'd be nice if that was true yeah I mean, that's what I hope because there's been many a times during all those UFO documentaries I watch where they say all the military say they always mess with our equipment saying and that one weird one where they were in South Africa where they visited the village and all the kids talk about having a telekinesis connection. Wow. That one too, where they basically said like, we're coming here to save you from yourselves. That's great. Yeah, but wouldn't it be nice if we were just smart enough not to <laughs> murder our species off the planet? Sure. Wouldn't that be something? Be better, yeah. Wouldn't we wouldn't it wouldn't it be cool if we had the wits about us be like, hey, this weapon can destroy all of humanity. <laughs> Let's not do it. And then we didn't do it. But every country was like, Let's make one. Let's make one. Let's make one. And now a lot of countries have nukes. And that's no bueno. Forgive me for having, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, not the most highbrow. Let's boil down. That's what it is. No bueno. Have you seen Chernobyl? Boy, I wasn't supposed to go dark, but we went a little dark. <laughs> but I'm not dark. I'm not sad about it. No, the aliens are here to protect us. Yeah. Yeah, that was the moral of the story. And... All of this can be bullshit. But 
There's weird shit going on out there. The government admitted that aliens existed and no one gave a fuck. <laughs> Nobody gave a fuck. Why? I thought that was going to be like the biggest reveal. I think we got to actually have a ship or something or have an alien body that's like on yeah. in 4K on network TV. Yeah. That would get people a little more then because nobody trusts the government anyway so yeah they they lost a lot of street cred <laughs> during the last couple of years yeah. of lies you can't blatantly pathologically lie to us and it makes zero sense and you know you'll get a few people that gonna get under your little kool-aid they drink your little kool-aid but as soon as two plus two doesn't equal four anymore i go i don't know motherfuckers y'all poo poo stinky <laughs> your poo poo stinks and i smell it I don't know. I know a lot of people smell it, but they keep eating it. You know, they go, I'm just, I'm, I'm hypnotized. I'm hypnotized. Okay, guys, stand up. The worst things happen when people obey. Look at history. You know I'm right. <laughs> Soldiers, stop obeying when you know it's bad. Bad, bad. If they say, hey, go kill all those innocent civilians, maybe go, nah, man. <laughs> That's the lady and her kid. They got a rock. Get them. <laughs> you see them. They got rocks. We get my AR-15 over here with scope and night vision. We'll get that rock out of their hand. <laughs> Okay, too dark. All right, positive. Poo-poos. Let's go to the poo-poos. Have I shit my pants recently? No. Somebody sent me. Somebody, I screenshot something. Hang on. I got some poops. Better have some poops, Greg. Somebody sent me a shit story. And... Oh, one moment, please. Community service podcast DMs will have it, and it's easier to find. Have you got a poop story? Send it in. Yeah, there you go. They've been sending them in. I just am bad at it. and I... Poop story, Edgar. Got it. Here we go. Now we're cooking. <laughs> I haven't read this, but I got it. Been a truck driver for almost 10 years now. They say, they say <laughs> you're not a real trucker until you shit your pants. <laughs> well, last fucking year, I was holding in my shit to, to make it home. I had the chance to stop at a gas station before getting into town. Well, my dumbass figured I could hold it. As soon as I parked the truck to get into my pickup, I hop out of the semi, shit myself as soon as I step on the ground. I'm talking I felt goo running down my damn leg and sliding into my boots. I take oh. off my shirt. I take off my shirt to sit on it on my drive home, which was an, an additional five minutes. The plan is to run to the shower immediately to clean up. I get home and my lady is in the shower. I yell, get the fuck out. I need the shower. She's like, <laughs> she's like, just jump in. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know, like. You're my husband. Jump in. <laughs> every guy's dream in every other scenario mm -hmm. in life. You're like, okay. 
And he's just like, you don't understand. You got to get out. I didn't want to tell her at first because I was so embarrassed. And uh, he said he torched those clothes. Happy to say it hasn't happened since. And then he said, thought of you. Much love. <laughs> LMFAO, vibrate higher, my guy. That's what's up. We vibrating higher. Even with shit in our boots. <laughs> Even with shit in our boots. That's the whole moral of my story. You got shit in your eye, vibrate higher. You got shit in your boot, vibrate higher. Just laugh, man. You lose a tooth. You lost your girl. You lost your man. Just laugh. You didn't need that tooth. You didn't need that person. Just laugh and vibrate higher. When it gets so bad, honestly, like when it's kind of bad is when it's the worst. Because when it gets so bad, there's nowhere to go but up. That's when it's funny. You're just like, oh. Um, unless you're dealing with real loss, then I'll shut my mouth. But uh, you know what I'm talking about. Eight hey, can still conquer. It's just, it's just a, it's just a wild world. Okay, my loves, I love you all. I uh yeah 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 we've been farting around today we kept it mellow we're at peace right now I think you could tell I didn't have too much cold brew today only had one I didn't crack my yerba mata so I was a bit more steady I like to get cracked out you know <laughs> that fucking cold brew man it just saves me on the road I just get hopped up on caffeine all day and just fucking walk and go nuts on my stories <laughs> just say weird shit. I love you all. I hope you're doing well. Keep your head up out there. Don't trust institutions and grow your own food. They're coming. <laughs> I love you all. Peace and love. Namaste, everybody.